to my first ever Clarissa Explains Life podcast. Um, something that I have wanted to do for a very long time and never really had the confidence to do it. And let's face it, it's a commitment. It's something that you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone to do. It's something that might come across as being, oh, look at her and her podcast, you know, all those things, especially doing a solo one. I think it must be much easier to do one where there's more than one of you because you can banter backwards and forwards. Whereas for me, this is me sitting in my little creation room, um, talking to a microphone and wondering, will anyone have any interest in what I have to say? So along the way, it's going to be a bit of hit and miss. It's going to be, um, I'd say I'll listen back to this, my first one in a year's time ago. Oh my God, <laughs> the, the state of her. But um, do you know what? If you don't try, you don't get anywhere. We have to push ourselves out of our comfort zone and remember that, you know, we all give something to someone out there, no matter what it is. And I suppose over the past few years, I've loved talking on Instagram about everything in my life. Uh, I don't share everything. Who does? Uh, you know, <laughs> that would be just ridiculous. But I'm fairly honest and secure in the knowledge that I've never tried to pretend I was someone that I wasn't on um, Instagram. Uh, but the one thing that I, I got to always got two sort of feedbacks on Instagram. One was love your stories. Uh, listen to them in the car. I listen to them when I'm out walking. I listen to them when I'm doing something. And then I'd get the flip side where people would be going, oh, my God, your stories are too long. I'm sorry. I like you, but I can't listen. And that was actually mostly from my family, to be fair. So um, I suppose the past six, I the past six months, I've kind of been sort of there's been an itch in me to start a podcast and be able to talk for a bit longer than Instagram and not have my face in front of it. The other side is that I love podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. I listen to such a huge variety of them. And now I don't listen to all podcasts, obviously. They're very much an individual preference. And I know that my podcast here is going to be very much, <laughs> you know, It'll go, some people will like it, some people won't. And I like some podcasts and the some I can't stand. I've tried listening to them and they just don't do it for me. So never, ever take anything personally. Other people's perceptions of you, you know, as the wonderful Don Miguel um, says, it's none of my business what anyone else thinks of me. And that is so true. Now, do I always take that advice? No. I get highly offended if I think someone doesn't like me. And then I stop and step back and I go, but, you know, I don't like everyone. So why should everyone like me? It's a bit narcissistic to actually think that um, everyone would like me. I'm not a narcissist in the slightest. In fact, I have the opposite problem where I wonder, do people like me and why do people like me? I suppose as I get older, 52 now, I can see why 
people do like me. And I actually, those are the things that I like about myself. Um, but it's very hard to stare yourself in the mirror and say, I like this about you. I like this about you. This is what I like about you. Because society has a soul conditioned to actually look for the flaws in ourselves and try and fix them. And what? why would we do that? I don't understand why we build ourselves up to fail or look for the failures and the flaws you know it 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 all comes back to social conditioning and it's it's very flawed when you think of it I actually just saw something wonderful on my Instagram before I came on um and I do you know what I wasn't even going to talk about any of this I this is just this has come out very very naturally I had no um I didn't have any, oh, I can't think of the word. <laughs> I didn't know what I would talk about. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I do have some ideas for podcasts for the future uh, that I will do a bit more research on. But this was always going to be just a sort of, hello, here's me. Here's why I'm doing this. Why? Here's the reason why maybe it might be something that you can subscribe to and follow me. Uh, but anyway watching Instagram this morning and a girl I follow, a woman I follow, and I really, I've actually met her. She's a great, great woman, wonderful person, but she was saying that her daughter had put a hair clip in her hair, uh, her four-year-old daughter, and she said to her daughter, do you, you know, do you feel beautiful? And her daughter said, I look beautiful and I feel beautiful. And as this person actually said, isn't that just such a wonderful gift that you can give to your child to to that they just have this uncomplicated sense of how good they feel and that it's okay to feel that good um i'm not saying that my parents have brought me up to not feel good about myself but i think as each generation becomes more aware of how we parent and how to parent a self-aware self-assured human being then hopefully in the future we will have all these people men and women uh, you know children who grow into men and women who actually can look at themselves and go I feel beautiful and I am beautiful um I was I had very mixed messages growing up. So there you go. Open that door. <laughs> any um, any psychoanalyst, and I have been psychoanalyzed a lot over the years, but I know as a parent of two children, well, two adults now, that I probably made a lot of mistakes with them growing up. And I hold my hands up. Look, you know, unfortunately there is no one not one of us is perfect and I'm quite happy to admit that um I certainly am not perfect in any sense of the word I have definitely made some huge mistakes as a parent and uh did I learn from them I it's funny because you go through your parenting as a parent and then it kind of your 
children get to be adults. So you don't have the experience that that parenting gave you to push, you know, to pass it on to or to, you know, bring up other children. Now, there are some obviously who have later children in life. I don't know if any of that actually made sense. I'm kind of looking out the window here and I'm thinking, does that make sense? A little bit, it does. Obviously, if I had my time again, there were there are definitely things I would do differently and parent in a different way. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I would. There are words that I would have not used on either of my children. There are ways that I would have parented in differently. By God, I would. Um, but, you know, they're doing OK today. Anyway, moving on, I'll do a parenting topic one talk or podcast one time, another time. But getting back to why I'm doing this podcast, what it means to me and what it hopefully will mean to others. Um, I don't know. I think it's the chatting aspect of it all. Honestly, I love to chat about things that come up into my mind. And as I've already said, I do tend to go on Instagram. It's almost like my therapy. And I go on Instagram and I go, right, I'm going to talk this out. And by the end of talking it out, I've gotten my solution. And isn't that what therapy is about, really? But maybe doing it through a long story on Instagram has always been a little bit harder for me and others, I suppose. So, yes, as I said, I love podcasts, um, certain podcasts, and I, ha I listen to a variety of them. So I just thought, you know what? Why don't I just do it? Why don't I just do it? Give it a go. What have I got to lose? Uh, there's so many people out there doing podcasts on every aspect of every part of life and even death. Uh, it's all out there. I don't want it to be a heavy podcast. I don't intend on it being deep and heavy, but it will get deep and heavy because each, um, whatever topic I choose to talk about, some will be very lighthearted and some will be more heavy to listen to or talk about. I am going to have to get permission from some of my family and friends to talk about certain topics that I want to talk about. And uh, if they don't give me permission, well, I'll just have to unfamily them. No, I will. I will be discreet where I can. But so much of my life is tied up with, uh, I suppose, so much of who I am is tied up with, obviously, what's gone in, on in my life. And there are aspects of my life that involve various people. So I do have to be a little bit delicate and take them into account when I'm talking about them. And I certainly will do that. So for this, my first podcast, I suppose I'm going to give you a little rundown on me, who I am, what I am, how I am. Um, and that will probably take us up to where I should say goodbye for this week. So obviously I'm Clarissa, um, a name that has caused huge 
consternation and confusion throughout my life. Um, I cannot even begin to tell you how many times I have had it said to me, where did you get a name like that? What sort of a name is that? Especially in my most recent job where I was working in a nursing home. Oh, my giddy gump drops. That was, yeah, that was fun. Um, constantly. Who gave, what sort of a name was that? Why would your mother call you that? You know, people can be so rude, can't they? You know, I would say it was 70% I was questioned in that way. And those 70% made it their business not to remember my name. Okay, it is a hard name to remember. The others were all like, that's such a pretty name. What a lovely name. What a unique name. I've gotten those questions. And then I get the questions of, where did your mother get a name like that? Uh, well, there is like, there's an old story goes around and I'm not quite sure. I've actually, I know I asked mum recently, but I don't actually think I remember. But there is an urban myth or tale about how I was named. And I'm going to share it with you now. And then I will try and qualify from my mother if it was true. So I've always been told that I wasn't named for weeks and weeks and weeks after I was born. And basically my name came from my mum's friend who had a farm. And uh, yeah, she had a cow called Clarissa. That has stuck with me all through my childhood. My sisters use it to slag me <laughs> over the years. And then over the years, there's been some really weird Clarissas have come up. Like there was a really sort of quite popular book in the late 80s called Clarissa the Caterpillar. Um, things like that. There's always been animals called Clarissa. And then in the 90s, there was the very famous Clarissa... I think it was Clarissa Explains Life, sh Disney show, I think it was. Um, and I was just, it was so exciting to see another person called Clarissa. Uh, I still have never physically met another Clarissa, ever. That's, and I suppose that was what always one of my bucket lists. I would love to meet a Clarissa. Someone told me recently that they had a niece whose name was Clarissa, so likelihood is it is a thing that I could do meet another Clarissa but uh, there's lots of variations of the word or the name Clarissa there's a lot of I get a lot of oh is that like the the movie Silence of the Lambs and I go well it is but it's not the same name that's Clarice I get um Clissa or Clarice or Claire or you know all those variations. Now, a lot of my family and close friends call me Riss, R-I-S-S. It kind of, it stuck um, over the years. My mum used to call me Clary. Uh, she's English and listens to a show called The Archers, and there's a Clary on that. Um, I do remember a very elderly neighbour once calling me Clitoris, and yeah, no matter how many times he was corrected, he called me clitoris uh, and that is 
honestly the truth um it was one of my most devastating teenage stories but it gets a laugh now and i i laugh at it myself my uh, i've always questioned though did he know what a clitoris was or did he actually think i had been named after a very sensitive uh private delicate area of the hu- female anatomy I still ponder on that to this day, but obviously I'm never going to find out. But yes, he called me clitoris every time he met me. Uh, So (laughs) go figure. So yeah, that's my name, Clarissa, and I am 52 years of age. I'm, yeah, I, I actually, not in a million years do I feel what I think a 52 year old woman is I don't I just don't I don't get that and you see a lot of these memes you hear a lot of women my age saying that I still feel like I'm in my probably I still feel like I'm in my 30s in my in my head I wouldn't say in my 20s I didn't enjoy my teen years I didn't enjoy my 20s my 30s is when I started evolving I suppose but I definitely I keep it still keeps taking me by surprise that I'm actually a woman who is in her 50s, you know, looking at, um, I don't know, looking at programs, looking at things that I would have watched when I was in my 20s and 30s. And there's a 50 year old woman and I'm going, oh, my God, I have to remind myself that I am that of that age group looking at things where they say people in their 50s are more susceptible to and I go whoa I'm now in that bracket you know and it really it freaks me out it does freak me out because again I go down this rabbit hole then of god what am I being like a 52 year old woman should be uh should I be wearing skinny jeans probably not but anyway should I be tying my hair up in a stupid top knot should I be you know wearing tracksuit bottoms or hoodies should I be wearing hoodies is what's what age do should I stop wearing a hoodie uh, as a 52 year old I can never see myself not wearing hoodies I love them they're my comfort blanket at what age should I stop wearing jeans? Now, my mum is 50, 50, 75. She still wears jeans and she looks great in them and they suit her. But then you flip it over and there's a, you know, it, there's a certain age that you think, am I too old to be doing that or wearing that or looking that way? And that devastates me. That, that part of my ageing is just like that you have to actually start stop stopping and going, ooh, should I at this age? And do you know what? I am I am all for everyone do you do you. Do what you want. Do what makes you feel good. Do what makes you happy. But flip that over. I see women wearing certain things like, oh, God, oh, yeah, no, uh, 
nah, that does not look right. Maybe it's not age-related. You know, it's not like I go, oh my God, you're too old to wear something like that. But maybe, are you? You know, yes, I go down these rabbit holes uh, constantly where they start with me thinking one thing maybe about myself and then I start going down the whole rabbit hole of, oh, do I do this? Do I do that? Is that what I do? Where do I do that from? How do I do that? Should I do that? Etc. Etc. So, uh, I I will be talking about things like that in future about the whole aging thing and being what I sort of used to think was an older woman, but I certainly don't. Th- I mean, I don't even feel like I'm middle aged. What middle age should be like, but technically, I probably am just at middle age. What a horrible! When you think of that term middle-aged middle-aged that should be kept to the history books in fairness old age should be kept to the history books I mean I I work a lot with older people and that's how I refer to them older people not old aged but then they are old age so yeah rabbit hole so yeah uh, 52 I've got two offspring they are not children anymore i've got a son who is 24 and a daughter who is 20 nearly 21 i they i that's yeah we'll go we'll go into that in more detail in another podcast but um both of them have different fathers i was a single mother for years and years still i still count myself as being a single mother to be honest but what is a single mother I mean I had the the support and my son's father was around you know we had a good relationship he we co-parented very well I can say that there were some mistakes made and I definitely think there were but that goes back to the parenting mistakes who can hold their hands up and say they've done everything right um and I am now very happily with my partner, PJ, and we've been together just over 16 years. I never thought I would be in a relationship for this long, ever, through my 20s, 30s, 40s, even, even like, I still think, it's like with my age, I'm 52, I think, oh my God, I'm in a relationship 16 years. How did that happen? How did it happen? I mean, we've had some really bad times, but we get on really well now, really well, majority of the time. Uh, we solve our issues much better than we used to. Again, I'll do a little relationship podcast someday. Um, one of the things you will hear me talking about quite a lot, and it will be probably the topic of various podcast to come is my weight if you follow me on instagram you know that it is always part of that and to be honest with you again being a 52 year old woman who has probably spent 30 years of those 52 years on a weight loss journey it is a huge part of who i am and i'm still trying to figure it out big time but a lot has changed about it. So I will be, it will be one of the podcasts I will be doing 
in the near future, maybe even next week, because I am so passionate about it. I'm so passionate about finding the click, what everyone talks about, that click, weight loss. I've done it. I finally found it, what I just tick along with. Um, it's an issue that is part of quite a lot of people's lives that I am connected with so yes it is a big thing for me very big thing so it definitely will take up a few different um, podcast episodes along the way the other thing I am very passionate about is helping people to help themselves to be as good as they can now you would say to me from listening to the start of this podcast yeah but Clarissa what about what you were saying about being afraid I am like a lot of people, I am an expert in so many things, but putting those things into practice sometimes is not quite linear, you know. Um, but I'm a work in progress and I always admit to that, that I'm a work in progress. I never stop thinking, trying, moving forward. What's my next thing? How am I going to deliver my next thing? Where is that going to come from? Etc. Etc. So, you know, bear with me on that one. Uh, this podcast is definitely one of the, the ways that I want to reach out to people in helping them to be them be their best selves. I'm not saying this is a positive mind podcast, but it will have elements of that. I am a trained QTT practitioner. And what that means is quantum QTT, quantum theory thinking. So QTT is all about um, removing the feelings, old feelings from your subconscious mind that have been holding you back. So helping you to move forward. And as I said, I can help all my clients. I've done great, great jobs with my clients, but helping myself is always a work in progress. But I, I like that as well, because it means that I'm always learning. I always learn new things and you know, I have more experience to give to my clients. So that's a huge part of what I am doing. I'm also in the middle of studying a new modality at the moment, which I hope to be launching in the next couple of months. That is going to be huge and it's going to be like what really buzzes me. It's it's something I've wanted to do for a long time and I decided to do it last year and I was actually like, oh my God, actually, I think I'll be quite good at this. So watch this space on that. Um, what else do I have to tell you? I was working as a healthcare assistant up until about uh, three weeks ago in a nursing home, but I decided for my mental and physical health that it just wasn't for me. Um, I miss the place so much. I miss the social interaction. I miss the care aspect. I'm a born carer. Definitely, I was born to be a carer. And I love that side of it. Um, but sometimes things get in the way and you just have to... People, certain people get in the way and you just have to stand up tall and go... I am worth more than this. I am better than this. I deserve better than this. And you have to make the decision to walk away. Again, that will be a topic that I will address in the future about how to actually step into being the best you and being brave enough to, you know, that's the other side of it. 
like it takes guts to actually say actually no I'm not going to put up with this anymore I've had you know I've had it I don't feel listened to I don't feel heard and you can bitch all you like to your friends to your family about how you're not feeling those things but at the end of the day if you don't take action all you're doing is letting it poison your mind so yeah I am sad I had to make that decision but I was in a very privileged um, position to be able to leave I have two jobs I work for my partner PJ as well so we sat down and I have t- taken over more of his work so I you know I'm privileged you know I, I was able to take do that opportunity but with Covid with everything it was just the right decision I'm also I also support my mum and my stepdad so I'm their bubble basically and I just felt very very vulnerable and very nervous going to support them so I had to again make the decision to do it. it there were so many reasons that made me decide to do it so there you go um so yeah that's it i think we've got two dogs and a very old cranky 18 and a half year old cat i live in a little town here in wexford in ireland called wexford it's in the corner of the country beautiful spot even if i am in the town and can only see the town <laughs> you know at the moment because we're on level five lockdown so 5k parameter but you know what i'm well i'm alive oh yeah and i've probably had more covid tests than most people (laughs) i've had so many i think i'm up to 11 or 12 at this stage well i had to have quite a few when i was in work we were being tested every other week then i had a few instances where I had uh, sinus issues which were causing me to cough or, you know, a bit of a headache or whatever. So, yeah, that's there you go. That's a little random fact. Um, So I'm going to close this off now. I'm not saying they'll all be this short because I don't think they will. But for now, half an hour of me yakking on is probably enough. Um, I'm going to put up a question box on my Instagram for the next topic and asking is there anything anyone wants me to talk about within that topic so have a watch it's probably I will do it with every podcast so I was going to say it's probably not relevant because if you're listening to this in a year's time but anyway I think that's the way I will just for now address how I'm going to do my content and little bullet points to keep me focused I suppose so I'm going to go and thank you for listening um I don't know where you're going to be listening to this yet because I haven't got that far uh but every wherever you're listening please subscribe and like and uh I'm not gonna ask for reviews yet because this was my first one and as I said Oh my God, I will probably listen to it in a year's time and go, oh, Jesus, why was I talking like that or speaking that way? So, yeah, just keep an eye out and um, thanks for listening. I will be back next week.